Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. shows <laughs> oh uh, to warm up my little backup vocals yeah that i hate doing oh but it's fine i'm sorry <sighs> anyway <laughs> i've had so much coffee <laughs> Woo! Woo! you know when you have like so much coffee well you don't really have a lot of caffeine but mm. and you're just driving and you're like stuck in traffic because for some reason there's so much traffic between our houses <laughs> yeah uh and then your brain is just like solving all of the world's problems and you're like, yeah that makes sense oh yeah we should just do that oh i don't know what if i did this and then you get to where you're going and you're like that was dumb all mm. of those dumb oh all of those ideas were dumb no what happens to me when i have too much caffeine is i'll be well first off i just kind of hear horror movie violins <laughs> just ee- like in my brain and every, I'll be doing something. I'll be focusing on something, and I'll just hear this like this little voice. Oh my god! Hey, all of your friends are just pretending to like you. Yes. Like, okay. <laughs> it's so rude of your brain to Thanks. know to know the secret. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that what? time that you said that dumb thing? No one likes you. Yeah. Uh, my okay. friends who are in the band Dollar Signs have a song called "High Anxiety," and yeah. I can't listen to it have you ever listened to it no it's just the chorus is just something really bad is about to happen something really bad is about to happen and it just gets stuck in my head and then i'm just like on this terrified loop of anxious waiting for something, <laughs> something really, bad. really bad is about to happen yeah oh god and like i understand it's a good song it's fun yeah live but but i don't want to listen to encapsulates it. the feeling <laughs> very well yes. good job guys that's you that's your brain Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I also am just like, I literally can't move fast enough. Yeah. I just get these things done. When I have too much caffeine, A, I start trying to solve all the world's problems, but also my brain just feels like it's full of static. Mm. It's just like, like low key vibrating or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to vibrate into like, you know, like when you see like, especially like Looney Tunes cartoons or whatever, and they're like driving a car and then it slowly falls apart into a pile of parts. Yeah. Like I'm gonna vibrate apart. Just like, ah, I'm like I'm just a pile. I'm like, oh well. I'm just at work, and someone's like, "Meat wedges, this is your arm." <laughs> oh yeah, thank please. You. Oh god, can't just leave body parts around the bakery. I just, I, I can't slow do down you, long enough to pick it up. What do you think this is? That chocolate factory that Dahmer worked at? Put it in the pile. <laughs> the Ambrosia Chocolate Factory. Bones. Has bones. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Have we been funny enough? Should we keep trying to be funny? I don't know if any of that's usable. 
Um, <laughs> we are the funniest, which is why everyone's tuning in. Oh, so last night, here's a fun story for everyone. I we were gonna play D and D at like eight thirty, mm-hmm. and at like six thirty, I was like, well, I don't really have anything to do until then. Like my house is clean, every all the animals are fed, everything's taken care of. So I was like, I'm gonna get a glass of wine. And I'm gonna write some jokes for the podcast. I'm gonna sit at my desk and I'm gonna be funny. Yeah. <laughs> and when I left the office to go get said glass of wine and looked down and my whole house was underwater. What? <laughs> yeah. I keep having this issue and like they tried to fix the plumbing like, you know, a couple months ago. Yeah. But I think there's something wrong like further down the line. Yeah. Um, cause whenever like the ground is very wet, when I do laundry, the rinse cycle. All the water comes up in my bathroom. Oh, fun. Yeah, and then out into the hallway. Yeah. But <laughs> it was just that, like, yeah, I'm gonna write some jokes. I'm gonna drink some wine. I'm gonna have a nice night. And then I, like, stepped in a giant puddle of water and I was like, fuck. Nope. This is not funny. It's not. So, <laughs> this episode isn't funny. It's because <laughs> of the plumbing in my house. Yep. Blame just it so all you know. It took me up. so long. I even had, like, I, I don't have a lot of towels because it's just me. Sure. I'm not Ben Kissel about it, but I do have towels. <laughs> right. Um, but I also... Send bucket snake towels in the mail. Just please kidding. don't. <laughs> um, but I also had all of my towels from work, because yeah. I bring them home to wash them. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I have, like, three big towels, and then, like, 30, like, small salon towels. <laughs> and I still, like, couldn't get them all the water oh, up. Oh, shit. I was just like, well, just have this puddle until I dry some of the towels. Oh, man. And then get them out again. That yeah. sucks. I used my robe. Oh. It wasn't very absorbent. No. <laughs> I was like, this is like a giant towel, right? No. It's not. It's for comfort. <laughs> it is but for comfort. <laughs> well. Not, not for cleaning puddles. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But it's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'll just stop doing laundry. Whatever. So much water. <laughs> <laughs> like... I saw it happening, and then I stopped the cycle. Yeah. And cleaned up all the water. And I was like, well... But now all my clothes are just sitting in water. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I was like, but maybe I got it all. Because I stuck my arm in the washer, and I was like, oh, there's not that much water left. I'll just let it drain this out, and I'll clean up the little bit that's left. And so I did that. And then it was like, four times more water. And I was like, where is this coming from? (sighs) It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. And then... Oh God! <laughs> Last night, yes. As I was about to fall asleep, I had put the space heater in the living room so that the frogs could be warmer. Yeah, because oh. it just gets so cold at night. You know? Yeah, and I put a towel over their enclosure to hold some of the heat in, but Grim always pulls it off because mm. he wants to see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I guess this flipped the breaker, so like as I was about to fall asleep, like all the power downstairs went off. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> God, one more thing. What a day. But at least it was just the breaker flipped. I was afraid, like, all of our power was out. And I was like, the frogs are going to freeze to death! Yeah. Oh. That's I know. so sad. I know. Little frog popsicles. I know. I was like, I don't even have a towel to put on their enclosure because they're all <laughs> fucking all wet. wet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's what I've been up to. We're little frog boys. Holding my house together. Yeah. With my thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, send thoughts and prayers <laughs> to Bucket Snake's house. Please. My house is very nice. So it's just, you know. This is a little damp just damp the way i like it yeah Yeah. you should be used to it so i prefer it it's fine anyway how's your house fine (laughs) yeah it's great good no complaints nice you ever have any issues with your basement 
Is it ever flood? Yeah, it gets wet down there, but yeah. it's the basement, so I don't go down there. I guess it's supposed There's to like, be. You know, it's slanted towards one corner, which is where mm. the sump pump is. So I'm like, this is where the water's supposed to go. That's where it's going. I don't care. Yeah, that seems fine. You know, if I wanted to hang out down there, maybe, but it's just unfinished and yeah. cold and true, gross. And that's where the laundry is. Feels much like here in the garage. Yes. Unfinished and mm-hmm. cold. Not yeah. gross. No. Just but, cold yeah. and unfinished. Maybe we should put more blankets up. <laughs> we need more blankets and we need less blankets. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, now that I've told my whole life story, yes, maybe we could start the podcast. Let's do it if you want. Yeah, I'm Bucket Snake. I'm Meat Wedge. I live underwater <laughs> in my pink house. My house is pink on it's the inside. It's very pink. Yeah, it's cute. It is cute. But here we are today to talk about talking about Muppet Christmas Carol. Hell yeah! Which I was thinking today, this is the first one that we've done that I'm like, don't need to rewatch this. Very stoked to rewatch it. Yeah, but do not. Yeah, that, Need. like, how I was with Liar Liar. Yeah. I was like, I don't even, yeah, when when we were doing Liar Liar, I was like, I don't even know if I should watch it. I mean, I just remember it, but. It was just fun to watch. But yeah, I, I watched it um, probably the most recently. I mean, and not, probably last Christmas, but. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's definitely one that I do actually try to watch every year. Yeah. And it's so good. But I, I think, too, is, like, I think that's going to be true of most people, where they're going to be like. Well, you know, with the other ones that we've done with Page Master, which rock with Rockadoodle, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that movie. Right. Yeah, what? Whereas Muppet Christmas Girl, it's like, not only is it a classic novel, it's also right. like everybody's seen. Yeah, it. the plot is like everyone knows the plot because it is the classic, you know, Christmas Carol. Right. <laughs> um, but I mean, I don't remember a lot of the details of it. True. Like I, you know, I, I know the story. Yeah. The ghosts of Christmas, past, present, and future. Yep. But I don't remember much else besides the i mean i remember michael kane as ebenezer uh-huh. scrooge and i remember the end with tiny tim yeah the tiny kermit yeah he's so cute yeah uh but yeah and i remember uh what are their names the two gonzo and rizzo or Statler no. and waldorf being yeah. jacob marley yeah but yeah they split jacob marley into two yeah and they have that little song about how they're like they were brothers like yeah and, you know and like a firm together Marley and Marley. It's It's a great scene because they're like, whoa, they're little chains and shit. Yes, I do remember the chains and stuff. I remember that part. Um, yeah, I don't remember if they say like what their what their first names are because you know in the story it's just the one guy. Right. It's the only time I've ever, and probably for everybody, but like, I didn't know that Muppets could be scary, and then Mm. the Ghost of Christmas Future is just like, damn. Is it? That's the scariest Muppet I've ever seen. Is he like a big Grim Reaper? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And he doesn't say anything. He just points. Yeah. And he's like all enshrouded. And, and he like have points a face. at his grave. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. So scary. Yeah. I mean, that's a dark story anyway. That's yeah. Like it's kind of meant to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah. it's just like, it's a Muppet. And you're right. like, why is this Muppet scary? Muppets aren't allowed to be scary. <laughs> this isn't fucking Sesame Street, kid. Buckle Bloody. up. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And then, yeah, Gonzo and Rizzo just, uh narrate the story and they're just kind of yeah. like outside of every window and being like yeah. this is when Ebenezer does this and right it's so good cool yeah I'm excited I mean I know I say that every time yeah but I just love puppets yeah I love any movie with puppets I love Jim Henson so much yeah I mean I don't know I just wish more movies had puppets <laughs> I think I've said this before I just think that they work better than like I don't know like CGI. Oh yeah, stuff. we definitely talked about that when we talked about Babe. Yeah, with yeah, Babe, just build a thing. Well, like so, 
even the Ninja Turtles, which I know that's not what we're talking about right now, but there are, you know, people in suits, but they're also giant puppets. Mm-hmm. And it looks so real. Right. I don't know why they ever did any other different thing with the Ninja Turtles. Because, like... Yeah. It, it's so real. I know they're giant walking, talking turtles, but... <laughs> <laughs> but they look like real giant. Yeah. I mean, it's very realistic. Yeah. And not just because I was a kid, because I still watch those movies. Right. Like, once a week. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> it's um, fine. No, I, I 100% agree. I mean, same thing with, you know, in Jurassic Park, they built giant dinosaurs. And yeah, they, and they have look people real. in dinosaur suits, and they looked real, and they still look real. Yeah, and it's incredible. And um, the official stance of Replay Rewind is fuck CGI. Build a puppet. Yeah. Uh, same thing in oh, which Harry Potter movie is it? The third one. Buckbeak. Yes. Yeah. Is a he built a hippogriff? Like he yeah. built a thing, like yeah. an animatronic thing that they yeah, interact yeah, with, yeah. and it's like it gives you something real to look at. Right. So you know, like you know, it's not just like the. The actor just staring into nothing, yeah, pretending like you, there's you something You have something there. to focus on. Right. Your depth perception, you're, you know, focused in the right. Yeah. You're not just, like, looking off into, like, oh, that way I get, like... Yeah. It just makes it easier. Definitely. So. I hope when I die I come back as a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is how that works. Yeah. Like a real hot lady. <laughs> a hot lady the... puppet? Oh. <laughs> I, a hot lady puppeteer. Yeah, the puppeteer. That's gotcha. the word. I was like running the show. Yeah. Puppeteer. Yeah. It's so cold in here, my eyes are crying. No. Oh. I'm not emotional about <laughs> not dying. Coming back as yet. a puppet. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. The only other thing that I know about this movie is that, like, Michael Caine said, I'm going to play this so straight. Yeah. As though I'm just acting among some of the finest Shakespearean actors of all time. And not surrounded by puppets. Yeah. And they were like, yes. Yeah, hell yeah. And that's what makes it so good, is yeah. that he's just like, he just does not give one single, like, nod to the fact that he's surrounded by puppets. Yeah, he's I just love like, that. this is a very serious tale. It's a Christmas carol, for Christ's sake. It is a very serious tale. It is. And he should have played it that way. Yes, and it is. Because when they got to the Grim Perfect. Reaper, it would have been very... <laughs> yeah. That's it incredible. A little jarring. Yeah. If it was like, oh, this has been really fun. Fuck. <laughs> True. But I mean, the Muppets are all having a good time. Mm. And then Michael Caine's just like, just looks Kermit straight in the face. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't care if you have money or food. Get out of my office. No crickets for your family. No crickets. <laughs> oh my God. Can I talk just for a second about my frogs? Yes. Because I have to also keep crickets alive to feed them, which is annoying. Mm-hmm. And I get the small ones because my frogs are still little. But there is like one giant cricket in my enclosure of small crickets and like the little ones don't bother me anymore but i don't and i don't even know how the giant one got in there i don't know if he was small and he grew (laughs) i don't know what happened but like he's just there's all these like tiny crickets just hanging out in there and then there's just this one like monster trucking over the rest of them and i'm like i can't even feed it to the frogs because it's too big they can't eat it yeah and i looked at it last night and i was like i feel like you're gonna try and get in my house yeah and then you're just gonna be in here and then what it's gonna uh but it's too big to kill it's gonna unionize all the other crickets oh, God. it's gonna gather them <laughs> oh i hate that radicalize hate them that <laughs> together brothers oh. <laughs> having the crickets does help me like i've never been squealy about bugs but like having to handle them every day does make me like less yeah like yeah. you know I, they jump on me every now and then and i'm like excuse me Ew. uh oh. i know yeah, if I had said that, like, a month ago, I'd be like, 
<laughs> but yeah, I'm getting rough. used to it. But that giant one, I'm just like, oh, I hope my frogs never get so big that I have to feed them giant crickets. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, you just get more baby more crickets. Little ones. Sorry. <laughs> or worms. I can feed them worms. Yeah. Too. But that would make me sad because worms are cute. Anyway. All right. Puppets are cool. Puppets are great. It's Christmas. <laughs> Look, we're, there's going to be Kermit the Frog, and I have frogs, okay? So it's going to come up. I wasn't mad, I wasn't mad about it. It's fine. But anyway. Anyway. Let's go watch this movie. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Okay, whatever. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Well, that was a fucking classic movie. Yeah. My notes say, God, this movie is perfect. No notes. Flawless. End episode. <laughs> so. I mean, truly. It's good. Bye. <laughs> my first note just says, I love Jim Henson, oh which I think God. is what my first note for Babe said also. Like, if his name pops up, I'm just like, okay. No. Well, this is going to be good yep. then. <laughs> this is great. I can just sit back and relax. Yeah. I mean, we're going to go through it, obviously, yeah. but any complaints that i have are really just probably with charles dickens and not yeah the way this movie was made <laughs> it's perfect yes yeah just put some fucking muppets in it truly that's all that's all you need <laughs> your eyes got so much bigger than that spider deserved <laughs> so small it's honestly just because i was like dust no a spider <laughs> thought you had seen like bigfoot behind me it's like well this is how i go out it's fine goodbye everyone <laughs> talking about the muppets what a way to go bucket snake here lies bucket snake she died as she lived talking about muppets well that's an appropriate segue into christmas carol which has a lot to do with death a lot of a lot of death yeah. So it starts with the opening scene showing the bustling city and what all the puppets are doing, you know, yeah. going about their lives in Victorian London, uh-huh. like they did at the time. Very uh, true yep. to the time. Mm-hmm. Muppets. England. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah. I thought it was cute because, um, you know, Gonzo and Rizzo are narrating. Well, Gonzo's narrating and Rizzo's playing the part of, like, the Greek chorus, basically. Yeah. Just, you know, comedic relief. Yeah. But <laughs> Gonzo says, I'm here to tell the story. And Rizzo says, and I'm here to eat the food. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's like our dynamic in the pod cave. <laughs> I'm sitting over here with a bag of Cheez-Its and some peanut butter M&Ms. Yeah. Good to go. I'm on snack duty. Yeah. But yeah. I know. Their dynamic is cute. It was such a good way to, like, have the story narrated and bring in all those, like, Dickensian, like, yeah things into it that you would have lost otherwise. I mean, you still get the dialogue, but, yeah. you know, there's so much. The way he, like, describes things. And, yeah. 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 Which is really cute. And I love that it's Gonzo. Do you think Charles Dickens could have imagined... <laughs> As he was writing Penning this. his penultimate novel <laughs> about loss and greed and the Turning human condition. Life around and yeah. Being a good person. He's like, mm, that a blue Muppet someday. with a penis nose would want <laughs> later. <laughs> Me his face. <laughs> what penises you've been looking at, but <laughs> They're all blue. Is that not normal? Yeah, and just hooked back around. Yes, why do you think I'm gay? <laughs> yikes yeah so dickens had no idea that this was coming no i mean on so many levels (laughs) muppets movies (laughs) like moving pitches right yeah i did forget that this was a musical and i don't know how i forgot that it's a muppet movie i know but like when the first song started when like scrooge makes his entrance and they're like singing about him yeah being a grump right i was like oh yeah oh yeah i don't i don't know how i forgot that oh can you imagine cool. being such a dick that the whole town is just like, oh, we wrote a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to follow you through the streets singing yeah. about how much we hate you. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. I just, man, it should be so awful. I mean, he deserves it. I know. He's so imposing, though, when you first like, and I love that. I mean, I kind of wish that they hadn't told you who it was at the beginning because it would have just been more fun because you're like, ooh, who is this mysterious man? Oh, and yeah. it's like, it's Michael Caine. Yeah. But, like, we already knew that because they said like. Yeah. That it was going to be him, but he's so good in this. Yeah. He does a great job. Like you said, he played it straight and he did great. Not doing anything Muppety. Yep. Which is a good word. Won't even wink. I don't know. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, we meet Scrooge. We get the reveal. Yeah. On his character through song. He's the only human in the town that you see at this point. So, of course, he's imposing. No. There's all kinds of people. In this part? Yeah. There's oh. a guy stealing the cabbages out of the back of that cart, and the cabbages are like, help, we're being stolen! Oh, I <laughs> entirely missed that somehow. Yeah, no, there's a there's a bunch of people. Oh, okay. They're all, like, background, but... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know there's people in the rest of the movie, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, also, I forgot that he was, like, a landlord. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he does, like, you know, just lots of different quote-unquote accounts, whatever. Yeah. But I just... <laughs> I don't know. I just think that it's funny for him to be a landlord. And be watching it in this time period of right. life. Yeah. Just All like, oh, landlords and... have always sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Kate was like sort of watching it with me. She was like cooking in the other room and she just yelled out, oh, I didn't realize the moral of the story was that capitalists are just lonely and that's Aww. why they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're just, just misunderstood. Yeah. Charles Dickens was like, you know what? Just befriend your landlord. And, you know, it'll, it'll all be fine. And, and threaten them a little bit with, like, <laughs> eternal loneliness. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, hey, you do know that everyone is laughing at you all the time. And they'll be like, what? No. And then they'll be nice. Yeah. And they won't evict you. 
The song that they sing about how terrible he is is very upbeat. Yeah. And catchy. Yeah. Even though they're like, most of the songs in this are even like, yeah. You know, the Marley Brothers song Mm -hmm. is just like, we're ghosts. We're Marley and Marley. That's the one that gets stuck in my head. Every time I watch this. Yes. It's a good song. Yeah. So anyway, we meet Ebenezer Scrooge, we meet Bob Cratchit, we get sort of the, we get a bunch of examples one after another so that you really understand that this guy sucks a whole lot yeah won't donate to charity won't hang out with his family won't let them burn more coal yeah so that it'll so be that warm, stay warm oh wants the part them to come to work on christmas the part where the little um all the bookkeepers that are little mice are like are they mice or rats they're rats yeah um the rats are like can we please have more coal it's very cold and he's like I bet it's cold in the unemployment line. And then they all like, she's <laughs> like, eat way. <laughs> are wearing like Hawaiian shirts and singing Island in the Sun or whatever. Yep. Yeah. That's very cute. Yes. And when the eviction notices, when he's like, oh, it's December, we have so many eviction notices, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, but it's Christmas. And he's like, well, we can gift wrap them then. Yep. It's like, damn, okay. <sighs> Woof. Ebenezer. Woof. Rude. Eb. <laughs> There has to be a way to shorten Ebenezer. I mean, I know he doesn't have any friends, but if he did, are they going to call him Ebenezer every time? Yeah. Ebby? What are the options? Yeah, Ebby. Knees. Hey, knees. Beneath. Ebenezer. There's a Ben in there. I guess you could call him Ben. Yeah. But yeah. it's, yeah, nope, just Ebenezer. Zer. Ebenezer. <laughs> There's no good options. <laughs> this is why the name died out. Yeah. Not because of the it's portrayal gonna in this book, but... A comeback. That'd yeah. be a good name for a pet, Ebenezer. Yeah, it would. But still, I feel like you would end up shortening it to, like, Ebby. Yeah. Or something. Cuter. Nezzy. Nezzy. That's like Nebuchadnezzar. Neezer. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Scrooge. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah. Yeah, his, like, nephew shows up. He's, like, rude to him. He's just rude. Rude, rude, rude. Yep. Beaker comes in yep and bunsen and yeah bunsen's fine beaker's my favorite muppet is he yeah he's so cute i think gonzo's my favorite yeah gonzo does such a good job in this <laughs> yeah they show up asking for donations and he is like oh are all the jails and poorhouses closed yeah no well then what do you want from me i think everyone that's homeless should die yep <laughs> and quickly decrease the surplus population yeah god rude and he throws a wreath at them and then the little rabbit comes to the door. He throws and... the reef at the little bunny, yeah. Yeah. Takes him Oh, out. yeah. He's so cute. I know. Every time he shows up, I'm like, oh, look at that little baby. Yeah. Yeah, and then they ask him to be off for Christmas, which is like a big deal. Right. He's like, you can have half an hour. You can come in at 8.30 a.m. Yeah. What, what's customary? Like, he doesn't know. Right. He's like 80 years old, yeah. and he doesn't know that most people are off on Christmas. Of course, he understands what Christmas... He's just... Right. He's just being stubborn. Right. Stubborn old Abby. You yep. know how he is. Yeah. I do know, because I've been given many examples. <laughs> yeah. And Plenty. then Bob has to use his, his lateral thinking, and he's like, you know... Everywhere else is going to be closed on Christmas Day. You're, you're just going to be burning coal for no reason. True. Throwing money away. Yep. May as well take the day off. Well, he's like, Fine. But yeah. come in even earlier the day after. Yeah. Christmas Day, off. Boxing Day, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so then, 
He goes home. Mm-hmm. Close up shop. He goes home. Yep. His door knocker turns into <laughs> one of the Marley brothers. Yes. <laughs> into Jacob Marley. Which just is like... just like very strange. He's so he's still so fuzzy because he's a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like his little fuzzy Muppet face. <laughs> That's not gonna help door knock at all. <laughs> it's like boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Is there someone there? Is someone throwing pillows at my door? Hello? <laughs> Which I guess that's probably in the book. I've never read A Christmas Carol. I don't know. I can't read. But I assume that's in the book. It'd be a weird thing for them to just add in. Yeah. No, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Well, especially because I was reading that, like, most of Gonzo's lines are taken straight from the book. Yeah, they said, like, 95% of them. Yeah. yeah. And so for him to talk about, like, oh, the scene at his door, like, right. had, you know, so I'm sure it's... That makes sense. I'm sure it's in there. But yeah, it looks very silly when yeah. it's a little... It's some Muppet face. I don't know which one's Statler and which one's Waldorf, but I don't either. it's one of their faces. Yes. I know one person specifically is listening to this and screaming which one is which, but... We have one person listening to this. I'm sorry. I love you, whoever you are. <laughs> I'm sorry for not knowing. Yeah, the the camera angles in this part are so cool. This is when he's like going through his house and like uh, lighting all of the lamps and stuff to see in the corners yeah and i love the line darkness was cheap and scrooge liked it yes <laughs> it's a good line delivered by gonzo <laughs> by the best muppet yes <laughs> yeah he's just like i i would think like his house is pretty big yeah for somebody who doesn't is... want to spend money well they do mention that the marley brothers used to live there oh so they maybe all lived there together yeah or like or he or got they it, gave it when to they him. died. Yeah, that's like true. That. But still, it'd be expensive to like heat. Well, it's the 1800s. They just have fires. Just they just one coal one space from the other. That's true. Yeah, just sitting in front of his little fireplace. Yeah, I don't think they have central heat in London. 18 whenever. No, but if you live in a smaller space, it takes less to keep it warm. Yeah, true. That's my point. Yeah, like his bedroom, his bed's gonna be cold. So cold. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he notices. I guess. He's dead on the he's inside. He's used to it. Yeah. And he's wearing that sick-ass nightcap. He's wearing so much. Yeah, because it's <laughs> he cold. He goes to bed fully dressed. Yeah. And his shoes on and everything. Yeah, his little house shoes. Holding his fire poker. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Anyway, before that happens, Jacob and Bob Marley show up. Which I'd never realized until this watching. That Wait, his name is Bob? Robert Marley. Oh. <laughs> I was like, hang on. Because, you know, it's in the book, it's just Jacob yeah. Marley. But they were like, we gotta get... A you second. Know, this yeah. is the perfect place for Sattler and Waldorf to be, and it really is. So yeah, they name him Robert Marley, and I'm oh, sure that that's not that's funny. They could have named him anything. So I read a quote unquote trivia thing that was like the part where they're singing with the wailing cash boxes is like a reference to Bob Marley and the Whalers, and I'm like, ah, that's a stretch. Uh, yeah, like I'd like to see the source on that. Right? They're li- yeah, they're just like they're ghosts they're wailing they wail and they rattle chains and yeah i don't know i don't know about that just seemed like a stretch but yeah that's funny that his name is bob marley yeah that's so spooky yeah and the doorbell starts going off yeah well it's not i guess it is i was like it's not a doorbell it's 1800s but it is literally a bell yeah attached to the door (laughs) Uh Um, (laughs) and then all the lights go out and then the marley brothers show up yeah and start singing Ooh. <laughs> rattling their chains at him it's very nice of them to so, come warn him yeah of his fate yeah and he's even like but you were nice to people and they were like i mean yeah we took advantage of yeah. them but we liked being around people yeah. and we're still here we and you're even worse money. yeah oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> 
Azor. I like that he immediately starts talking to them. Like, he's not just like, nope, I'm ignoring you. Yeah. He just is like... Well, he does the thing where he's like, you could be a bit of undigested beef. Yeah, but he's still talking directly to them. Nickname in high school. <laughs> undigested beef. Gross. <laughs> a blob of mustard. Blob of mustard. Yeah. yeah. But no, he's not like, nope, I'm just seeing things. Nope, I'm going to ignore that. He's just, they're like, hey, Ebenezer. And he's like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> hey, this is my house now. Remember? Hey, who are you? And they're like, uh... It's us. I don't have anything for you. Clearly. Yeah. What do you what do you mean? Who else would we be? We're floating puppets. Yeah. God. Well, who would we look like? <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> the next part is when oh, because like they had to climb Gonzo and Rizzo had to like climb that fence and then Rizzo's like, Oh my jelly beans and yes. then he like just walks through the fence and yes. comes back and Gonzo's like, God, you're such an idiot <laughs> And then after the whole like Marley and Marley singing part, Rizzo just goes, Oh, the jelly beans were in my pocket the whole time. Do you want some jelly beans? Yeah. And then <laughs> the, the scene where Gonzo is just staring at him because he's stupid, and then Rizzo just kisses him on the nose. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that, I think that's probably my favorite part in the whole movie, because it's just... It just goes... So cute. Rizzo's the best. They're my favorite, like, pair. I love when they get paired up together. It's yeah. the same in... Uh, Muppet Treasure Island, where mm-hmm. they're just like together all the time, and yeah. they're, just, they're so good. Yeah, this movie would be not as entertaining or fun, or m- I really don't feel like it'd be as memorable without them. Yeah, that yep. part was genius. This is a good choice having them narrate together. Yes. So then Scrooge goes to sleep. Yep, falls asleep fully clothed. <laughs> fully clothed <laughs> in his shoes on top of the blankets too, though. Yeah, well, probably my guess is he fought like oh, falling, yeah, falling asleep. asleep yeah. Like he was probably sitting up. Holding his fire poker. Yeah, because... For a while. The one Marley brother was like, When the clock strikes one! Yeah, which I don't know how anybody <laughs> sleeps through the night with a grandfather clock. Dude, my grandparents had, like, three of them. Have, like, three of them. And I would stay over there when I was a kid, and every hour I'd be like, What? That's <laughs> so annoying. I know. But I feel like it's also draining you to not wake up if something happens. You know? like Yeah. You just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Which is what yeah, living I mean, with cats is like. He's... <laughs> That's true. He's probably used to it, but... Is someone breaking in my house? Or is it a cat? Probably a cat, and I'm gonna ignore it. Yep. That's how you get murdered. Moited. But yeah. So then... Clock strikes one. And we meet the first spirit, who is terrifying. Very scary. She's not the scariest, because the ghost of Christmas yet to come is the scariest, but she's very scary. Yeah, and I forgot about her. Her face is scary. Yep. The way she floats around is creepy. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. like her. No. She's meant to be like, I mean, I guess she is technically still a spirit. Yeah. So she, I guess she's meant to be a little bit creepy, but ugh. She looks yeah. like a child that drowned. Yes. And I hate it. Yeah. Me too. So. And then they like float away mm-hmm. because she's like, let's go look at some stuff. Yeah. And Gonzo and Rizzo like throw a rope <laughs> and attach it. Yeah. To, somehow. He's and I'm a, like, where's this on the end. rope attached? It's rope. To... Belt. <laughs> Clearly. It's just at an odd angle. Yeah, it's very strange. But yeah, you know, somebody is traveling through space and time. Mm-hmm. If you just throw a rope around them, you too can join. Yeah. Is I what I've got to hang at the transitive property. <laughs> as long as you remain in contact. Yeah. It's all good. Makes sense. Yeah. So then they go back in time. Where Rizzo has to fight a cat as soon as they land. <laughs> Poor Rizzo. <laughs> He gets, like, dragged through the whole forest, and he's, like, covered in stuff. 
Like, yeah. He comes out with a chicken. Yeah. And Louise. Point. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, we met. <laughs> like, okay. And then they land, and then that cat is like, meow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they uh, show Scrooge, little baby Ebby, at school. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, he doesn't go home for Christmas. Yeah, but he just stays there? I guess it's some type of boarding school. Yeah. So there's probably boarding still. Yeah. I would imagine. Where are his parents? I don't know. Why don't they want him to come home? They probably do. But he he... was born a Scrooge. I don't know. See, I do feel like they missed... And I don't know, because I haven't read A Christmas Carol, so I don't know if it's not in the book. But, like, why does he hate Christmas? Yeah. Like, I don't really understand this part... Except for it to be like he well, he's just always been like this, you know, like there's they don't yeah. ever really show like the cause, right, yeah, I mean, I, you get the impression that like he has nothing to go home to because everybody's like, oh, we're going home, you know, if he had like loving parents and people who wanted to spend time with him, then he probably would want to go home for Christmas, but I imagine that he doesn't, which is why he's like trying to justify like, no, 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 I don't even want to go home. This is more time to study and get better, and I mean, if they had said that, sure, yeah. They should have said that. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that hard. Yeah, we're just inferring. Yeah. I don't know. I don't but know. But that's what they do. I I do love that throughout all this, Scrooge just keeps explaining like where they are and what they're doing to yeah. the ghost as if the ghost doesn't know why they're there. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's my old school. And right. she's like, yeah. Yeah. I brought you here. Yeah. You called me. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they go like a little bit into the future. They go back to the future a bit. <laughs> where he has his first job working for Fozzie Bear. Mm-hmm. Fozzie Wig. Yeah. <laughs> they have the Christmas party. That scene is cute. It's very cute. Settler and Waldorf have hair. It's very weird. Yeah. Because they're younger. <laughs> I know. An animal playing the drums. Yeah. Where he's like trying to be restrained was really cute. Right. And then he's just like, no. Focus. Okay. I'm animal. Uh, and that's when we meet Belle. Mm-hmm. Is Scrooge's fiance future? Yeah. Yeah. Love interest. Love interest, yes. And But then they have the calmest British fight, <laughs> like a Christmas later. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's a couple years, I think. But uh, it's got to be at least two years because he's like, well, investments haven't been good. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's what you said last year. So Yeah. But, yeah, so at least, at least two years they've been dating. Yeah. And he doesn't want to get married because they can't afford a decent house. Right. Which she's clearly just like, I don't care about any of that i just yeah. want to you said that you know but the whole fight is literally him being like i'm doing this for you i love you and she's like you used to not anymore and Goodbye. she just walks off and then we're led to believe that they broke up and that's the whole fight yeah it's very jarring where she just like you're like all right well bye I <laughs> <laughs> i'll come get my things uh later yeah i mean they probably don't live together yeah yet. true because he wants to buy a house yeah Makes sense. So it's very sad, though. They did do a really good job of casting that dude, though. I think. He oh, looks... the younger Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks good. Although, have you ever seen um, young pictures of Michael Caine? Yeah, he looks like Jude Law. Yeah, they should have just gotten Jude Law to do it. He would have been young enough when they filmed this. It's true. It would have right, been well, cute. It's the only thing that we change when we recast, rewrite this movie. <laughs> Put yes. Jude Law in there. The Everything rest of else it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Then he cries like a little bitch. <laughs> Goes to Christmas Pass is like, God, I fucking hate this job. Everyone is always sad. 
trying to teach 70-year-old men how to deal with their emotions. I'm sick of this shit. I'm 1,900 years old. Yep. But I look like I'm 12. I'm taking this guy back to his cold-ass apartment. <laughs> I'm leaving him there. Somebody else can deal with us. Per his request. Yes. And then, the ghost of Christmas present. He's my favorite ghost. I mean, to be fair, the other two are terrifying, so yes. he wins by default. Yes. But... Even if they weren't, I think I would still love him the best. He's just so happy. I know. And keeps forgetting what he said. Yeah. Because he's just so in the present. Yep. That he can't even remember what he said five seconds ago. Yep. Did I say that already? (laughs) Come in and know me better, man. (laughs) Was it like 12 times? Yeah. Oh, he's so good, though. I love that that he's like oversized. Yeah. But then like shrinks down to, you know, normal large. Yeah. He keeps changing size. Yeah, through the whole time, like when he's hanging yeah. out with the mice. I know he gets little. <laughs> it's so cute, so tiny. But oh. I like—I don't know. I just like that dynamic of him. I like the idea of like a huge puppet. Yeah, it's really fun too. Yeah, but yeah, he and he also feels like like a reference to Santa Claus. Yeah, but like in a pagan sort of way. Yeah, he's got like the wreath around his head. And... Yeah, yeah. It's nice that there aren't any like Santa Claus or Jesus references. That's really. True. They mentioned going to church like one time at some point, but that's it. Yeah. Which is kind of nice for it a Christmas is. movie. Yeah, to be neither of those things. Yeah. It's just more about the feeling of Christmas yeah. rather than... It's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like even like the minute that he meets present, he's like more open mm-hmm. to like this idea. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like well, he's not stonewalling like he was. That's true. I mean... Or fighting it. How can How can you... In the presence of this man. I know. He's like, he's so happy. I he's mean, just but like, it's not like Scrooge has never been around someone who's happy. That's true. <laughs> but I think everyone else that he's encountered, except I guess his nephew Fred, is yeah, yeah, super just like, jolly. But you're right. He's just kind of like, okay. Yeah. I mean, he gets him to dance. He smiles pretty for a second. That's true. He's still kind of, he's mice. got his old like Scrooge ways. Cause he's like, oh, I had, you know however many brothers and sisters or whatever and he's like oh think of the grocery bills so yeah he's just like my first thought is money but he still at least makes a joke yeah um which is cute but yeah uh, i don't really understand the point of like filling his living room with produce <laughs> it's just like hey check it out you're like i wonder if that's like a uh, another reference to like a pagan sort of tradition i guess i don't know she's just like they don't even mention it and he's just like cool my house is full of food <laughs> bye we're gonna go out in the street now yeah um yeah and he sings that song that make made me feel all nice and warm and Christmassy. yeah uh there's twerking horses yeah. in this part <laughs> which was a nice touch yeah that then... always gets me in the mood for holly and jolly yes absolutely that's the horse's <laughs> names are actually holly and jolly so yes that makes sense but yeah scrooge like dancing with him makes me so happy i know it's just like it's so so cute it is cute and then he is immediately crushed yeah because they go to fred and what's his clara clara yeah They're fred like, and clara's he's house like, i want to see family i want to see friends you ain't got no friends but he's like i want to see people that i love celebrating christmas i want to yeah. see and they're just like uh well sure? we're gonna show you the scene where we refer your family refers to you as an unwanted creature yeah so where you are being roasted <laughs> yeah like a goose <laughs> <laughs> a goose <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that's yeah, sad so. and then they go to the bob cratchit's house yeah which is really sweet which is very very cute i was reading a review i think it was roger ebert actually Where being, he's like why are there no lady frogs 
Yeah. Being like, <laughs> why are the boys frogs and the girls pigs? That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, bitch, this is... They just are, movie man. Movie with puppets. Fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> Calm down. It's a cute idea. There aren't ever lady frogs, though, which I think is very interesting. Yeah. Like, no... Yeah, no... The, the sons are both... Yeah, they just don't... There are no Muppet three. lady frogs. I don't know why. Two. There yeah. That's fine. Who needs I mean, frogs are ambiguously gendered anyway. Sure. Sixed. That's true. My frogs, I still can't figure out. Yeah. So. Isn't anyway. this... Wouldn't you say that this spirit is technically... He's going into the future. Yeah, because it's like tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm... Well, I guess he's talking about this Christmas. The yeah. present Christmas. But he's just like, I'm talking about the here and now. Let's go ten hours into the future. Right. I'm like, oh. I wonder if that's why he ages so quickly, because he... Yeah, <laughs> pushed himself too far. That's a very jarring thing too. When they turn around and you're like, "Oh God, yeah, what happened to this All man?" All of his hair is graying and he's getting old. Yeah, um, he's so happy about it. The little, the little scene of Bob Cratchit's house and like Bob and Tiny Tim like coming up the hill and like singing together is yeah. just so sweet. I know their house is so wonderful and full of warmth. Even yeah, though they're sad and poor and hungry. And well, and cold. that's <laughs> even what. Um, Scrooge says he says uh, such a meager feast. You know, I I pay uh, Bob so little money. Yeah, you know, and present is like, but it's so appreciated. Yeah, yeah. And Tiny Tim hurts my feelings. Yes, he's so little. Yes. Uh, but I love uh Belinda and Bettina and yeah. how everything Miss Piggy says. They're just like, they <laughs> <laughs> just repeat it. Yes, yeah, it's very cute. Yeah, and they say a little like blessing for. Scrooge, which yeah. is sweet. It's yeah. a nice turnaround from him seeing his nephew make fun of him. Yeah, even though Bob Cratchit's like, to Scrooge, and Emily's like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. And then Tiny Tim sings that song, which is, like, a little too long. Yeah. It's, like, one verse too long. Yeah. But it's still really good. Yeah. Because it's Tiny Tim. And it's like, you know what? You just, you just sing for ten hours, little frog. It's fine. Yeah. It's, cool. it's fine. Oh. Yeah, so then the spirit of present starts getting old, and then Scrooge is like, don't leave me. You've changed me so much. I've learned so much from you. Yeah. But, like, I don't know why. Because he, he's, I don't know, I feel it was all of kick these... in the nuts that he was like, man, literally everybody is just, like, talking shit about me. He has to know that. Bag. He likes that. You know, and, like, when they're walking through the city... And, like, singing and dancing and everyone's enjoying Christmas. Like, Scrooge has literally never been outside for Christmas. I guess not. Like, he doesn't know that no, people he, enjoy Christmas. He stays... He knows, but he's just like, it's a, it's stupid that they're doing this. I know, gonna... but it's like, if he sees it now... Why, why is him seeing it now changing his opinion of it? He's been seeing it, you know? Yeah. I guess because it was... He's just been avoiding it so much. And now it was, like, in his face. Or he's just like... Man, that really hurts. Yeah. Hurts my feelings. Uh, yeah, he, but, yeah, I don't know. He has to know that people don't like him. I get, but maybe it's just coupled friends. with, like, seeing, like, Robert and Jacob Marley, like, their fate. It's like, here's what's going to happen to you, and then immediately after, like, here's why. And he's yeah. just like, shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's fair. That's the only thing I could And he has to know guess. that he doesn't pay Bob Cratchit very much and that he has a family. Yeah. I guess it's just all, you know, he's just been... Because we see, like, from the Christmas past scene that he's just been justifying it, like, to himself mm -hmm. the whole time of, like, no. Even though you can tell that he doesn't really, he's getting sad 
looking at his little self like yeah but he's just like no this is time to learn it was good christmas so yeah i don't know (sighs) i don't know either and then god (laughs) the spirit of christmas yet to come Uh, yes my note says who designed this jesus it's a kids movie (laughs) Yeah. I love that Gonzo and Rizzo just fail. Yeah, they're like, both yep. like, all right, we'll uh, too much. see you at the finale. Bye. Bye. Good luck. I don't know when he says it, but there is a part where Rizzo is like, are we sure this is for kids? Yeah, it's. <laughs> I think it's after they meet Jacob and Robert. But yeah, there's a point where he's like, uh, this is this is a bit much. And he's like, it's culture. This, yeah, it's good for them. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. But even this part, there's like, goodbye. Yeah. He doesn't have a face. Yeah, I know, and he just points at stuff. He's so scary. Although someone is credited as his voice, which was funny. Yeah. He doesn't even make noise. I know. That's weird. That's dumb. Yeah, they go into the waning mall of the future. Like that. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Yeah. That scene is a little trippy. It is. And so spooky. Yeah. But then we see all those business pigs standing around talking about how glad they are that someone's dead. Rude. Yeah, and Scrooge keeps being like, who? Who are they talking about? Like, man. Who do you think? Who has this whole night been about, my yeah, dude? Even if you didn't, we are. We know that you've learned the lesson that everybody thinks that you suck. Yeah. And they're making fun of you all the time. Mm-hmm. Who, <laughs> who would it be about? The other two nights were about you, but this one is about some other guy. Yeah. You don't even have friends. Who could it be about? Yeah. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Didn't come all the way through fucking time just to show you somebody else's future. Right. What do you think? <laughs> God. God. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dumb. It's just you know, clearly he's like completely in denial. Like, nope, nope, I don't, I'm not gonna, I couldn't, couldn't be me. Nope. Must be somebody else. Some other poor bastard. Uh, I did at this point make a note of how much I love the set. The way that they built the set. Mm-hmm. All the crooked little houses in the distance. Yeah. Just, I just done very well yeah i love like super close streets Mm -hmm. and claustrophobic yeah (laughs) but it's it's good and done well and then there's the joe the spider yeah (laughs) who's like buying stuff from those women that i guess like yeah looted his house how did they get in there how did they get his stuff i don't know why do they have his bed sheets (laughs) it's a very strange like i get the point of it you know yeah but it's a strange scene that i don't really understand yeah because i mean i don't know who he would have left things to he does have living family. Just his nephew, though. Yeah, but I mean... Yeah. He's got, you know, at least somebody, but... It just makes me feel like those the women that were selling his things just, like, went in and took them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But how did they get in there? But also, probably somebody was just like, who cares? Nobody likes him, so yeah. go ahead, do whatever you want. True. But I do think that Fred probably would stand up and be like, hey, he is my uncle, you know, like, I am his blood... Yeah, relative, and I so want his stuff. Stop touching his things, yeah. you know. Yeah, he was a jerk, but you yeah. gotta respect. He was a jerk, but. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then they go to where he thinks he's going to see some warmth and joy. I know. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you for bringing me here. Then <sighs> Bob's talking about. Tiny Tim being buried on the hill where he can see the ducks on that first. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, this whole scene was rough, but I think what got me the most is when they, like, pan over to his the rest of his children and they all just look so sad. I know. It's just like, oh, my God. 
And then they show Tiny Tim's little hat and his little scarf on his little chair. Little cane by the fireplace. <laughs> so much. Uh, my notes here say, I am destroyed. <laughs> Thanks. Like... Thought this was a Muppet movie. <sighs> Thank you. <sighs> uh, and then they go back to the graveyard. Yep. Because <laughs> why not? Well, why not? Well, because he has to show him that he's going to die. He's like, hey, um, real it's... quick, because you didn't answer me before. Who's Who were they talking about? Yeah. Couldn't. It's... Yeah. And Still not going to believe Christmas yet to mean. come is like. I'm just going to have like, to show this guy. He's not getting okay, it. I'm going to point. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to point. I'm going to do it. I haven't done it yet. I will he's point. Like, he's walking towards his own grave and then points at a different one. <laughs> like this, this one? This one? <laughs> he knows it's not his. Oh, uh, what about this one? <laughs> this one? This one? Yeah. Oh, no, that, that uh, one. The one that you've clearly been pointing to and it's impossible to miss. Okay, all right. Uh... <laughs> That got me. Especially, we've talked about it before, but that, like, that laugh that you do after you've been crying. Yeah. And I've been crying about Tiny Tim, and then he, yeah. like, points at this other grave, <laughs> and I'm just, like, <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> uh, he does say, though, tell me that I may sponge out the writing on the stone. And I'm like, you're gonna die eventually. You're, yeah, you're still gonna die. You're an old man. Yeah. You're old. You're... <laughs> it's the way it goes, dude. You live in Victorian England. You're you're, you're old as shit. You're lucky you made it this far. Already, yeah. Especially uh, with how cold he keeps his house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna get pneumonia. Yeah, my dude. <laughs> Everybody got pneumonia right now in yeah. this time period anyway. That's probably what Tiny Tim died of. Probably. Um, yeah, be, I, I wrote, being nice won't make you immortal, my dude. <laughs> nope. Nope. So. But he sees it, and then he goes back to the present and is stoked so stoked yeah i do like i mean i like that he doesn't really get an answer one way or the other where he's like oh can i change those can i change things yeah, yeah. is this still my fate he does, but he's like you know what it's worth a shot yeah it can't hurt to try yeah so it's nice it's gonna cute. do it gonna buy the show turkey yeah in the window. Like, you wouldn't have brought me here if it was too late yeah it's like i don't know maybe he would i mean <laughs> yeah no maybe he's a vindictive asshole i don't know he hasn't <laughs> said anything at all just pointed at shit <laughs> look at this Look at this. Look at that one. That guy's fun at parties. You think about that? <laughs> you think about that? <laughs> yeah, but then he it turns it around, which everybody else must be like, Scrooge has lost it. Yeah. He's singing. Uh-huh. He's handing out food. Is he dying? What's happening? But they're just like, we're gonna go with it. Yeah. I just, also the moral of the story, I feel, is like, well, people like you if you spend money. Yeah. Give them stuff. Yeah. Yep. Just buy buy everyone things Just and you'll things. have friends. Yeah. Although, Don't be a dick. It is cute because the little rabbit shows back up and he's like, go buy the turkey in the window. And then he gives him money and then he's like running around patting everyone on the head saying Merry Christmas, which yeah. is really sweet. Uh, and then Beaker gives him his scarf. I know. And oh. I feel like I feel like Michael Caine should have gotten an Oscar for how much he appreciated that scarf. Yes. Like, just that scene was so <laughs> sincere. I know. He's like, a gift? Because, I mean, when's the last time for me? anybody gave Ebenezer Scrooge a gift? Like, well, his fucking nephew tried to give him a wreath the day before. Yeah. That's not... That's, that was him yeah. just being, like, imposing Christmas on him. Yeah. But he's just like, I gave you... Here. I wish we could give you something. And he's like, you could have my... Oh, it's just like... And it's so small, because it's Beaker's scarf. Yes. 
like barely fits. That's so cute. And he's just he just appreciates it so much. I know. And he's wearing all black and then now it's like oh here's this little pop of a little pop of color. Christmas color. <laughs> but he still does make that tiny rabbit carry that giant turkey. I know. <laughs> the one twice as big as me. Yeah. I felt bad. Haul it around. <laughs> also, it's very funny because the day before everyone in his office had been like hey man everything's gonna be closed on christmas yeah so we may as well be closed and then on yeah. christmas here he is buying everybody gifts buying at the produce, stores buying that are open cheese <laughs> buying a turkey yeah well maybe bob cratchit was just like i'm gonna see if this works yeah <laughs> i don't know he seems like an honest man to me yeah but maybe he just meant whatever whatever businesses they work with yeah, yeah but <laughs> they don't own the grocery store i guess right not yet not yet yeah, but then he goes to Bob Cratchit's house and, like, is pretending that he's mad that he isn't at work. Right. He does and that, like, like whoosh, serious face. Yeah. He's like, never mind, I brought you a goddamn turkey, bro. <laughs> and I invited all 50 of these people to your house. Yes. Scoot. Into your tiny house. <laughs> oh, my God. Into your family's little house. Which, like, I feel like the ceilings are only five feet tall. So Yes. Because, I mean, he has to, like, stoop to go through the door. Yeah. That's so. cute. Oh, and Emily Cratchit. Yes! I was so... I was like, yeah, Emily, go off! She's just like, oh, oh, you know what? Ooh! Show up to my door! No! Ooh! You're so good at that, I can't do it. Ooh! Oh! Uh. Just, just, I lo- you know, I especially love it, because, like, the, when they show, um, like, the ghost of Christmas present is, like, uh, you know, when they show that scene, and she's like, ooh, if he were here, I would give him a piece of my mind. Yeah. And then he does show up, and she's like... I'm true to her it. word yeah <laughs> she's like, i'm ready when i said i guess it didn't really happen but right but she's been falling asleep for months oh yeah. having an imaginary argument <laughs> with him oh yeah so she's ready <laughs> probably not even falling asleep just like while bob's like on the way home she's just like making dinner like no no, no would tell him <laughs> so and then her daughters are just in the background like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah anyway it's a happy ending it is it's good yeah, and he pays off Bob's house. Yeah. Gives him a raise. He's like, I'm going to give you a raise and pay off your house. So good. Cool. So that your child doesn't die. Yeah. And then Tiny Tim grows up. Tiny Tim, who did not die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like did you the... know Tiny Tim's full name is Small Timothy? <laughs> <laughs> of course. I read that somewhere. <laughs> Small Timothy Cratchit. <laughs> yes, that's very cute. We see that. Fozziewig and Sam are both still alive, but very, 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 very old. Oh, I guess I missed that. Yeah, when he's, like, passing out presents, he just, like, they're in an old oh, folks' I, I home together. Him. Yeah, yeah. And he's there, and they're just, like, ancient. It's very cute. Yeah. I totally, yeah, forgot about that whole scene. I love, I love Sam the Eagle anyway. Yeah. But him in this, where he's just like, it's the American way. Oh. <laughs> it's the British way. Yes. Yeah, and he, when, yeah, when he's back in his past at school mm-hmm. yeah and he's like in business yeah. you're going to do so good at business i love sam yes everyone did great all of the puppets did a great job and so did michael Caine. yes the end do you ever forget that muppets aren't real yeah because sometimes I'm watching them and I'm like, oh, they're doing so great. I'm like, that's it's just foam in a man's hand. <laughs> I forget all the time. <laughs> yeah. Did I ever tell you the story of... Here's my Christmas story. Okay. I should have told this when we were talking about the Santa Claus, but... That's all right. 
I'm sure I've told you before. The audience doesn't know. Hello, audience. It's me, Bucket Snake, here with a story from my childhood. There I was, small. Small snake, large bucket. <laughs> I never believed in Santa Claus because my family was very religious. And so that was not the meaning of the season. No, not the reason for the season. Right. Yeah, meaning of the season. Not as sketchy. But yeah, I never believed in Santa. But what I did believe in were the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking yes. of puppets, I thought the Ninja Turtles were as real as you and me, and every time we would drive past a manhole sewer entrance thing, mm-hmm. I would look at my mom and I would go, Turtles! <laughs> and then one day, my mom was so sick of it that she was like, "There are the turtles are not real. Yeah. You have to stop doing that. Yeah. They're not real. Yeah. So no, I don't know what it feels like to have your dreams crushed about Santa Claus, but yes, kind of the same. I do remember when I learned that puppets weren't real. <laughs> <laughs> I had something similar happen to me when I was at Disneyland with my mother mm-hmm. one time. And I was bugging her to go meet the princesses. I was like, Mom, I want to go. I just kept like... Were you, how old were you? Kept 20, bothering 25, her. 26. Mom, I want to go. <laughs> you ruined my story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was 21. <laughs> oh, no. And I, yeah, I kept being like, Mom, I want to go meet the princess. Mom, can we go? I was just joking, but, like, I kind of yeah. wanted to go. Because at this point, they used to, when I was a kid, the, they were just kind of scattered all over the mm-hmm. park. And then um, they made, like, a thing that was, like, kind of like a, just like an enchanted forest path. And you just kind of walk down it and all the princesses were there and you could kind of meet them Ooh. all at the same time. Um, so I kept saying, Mom, I guess Mom, man. Yeah, yeah. She was getting so annoyed at me that she finally, like, turns to me and she was like, they're not real. <laughs> Which I thought was a really silly thing to say to your 21-year-old <sighs> child. So I just went, what? <laughs> and just started fake crying in the middle of Disney World <laughs> at the top of my lungs. Oh, Mother Meat Wedge regretted that. <laughs> so I really, I hope that at least one person Mama looked at us and was like, <laughs> That woman just told her, <laughs> probably developmentally challenged oh, child, no. just yelled at her. Because who, why, uh, why else would she tell her that? Yes, and why else would a, a full-grown person <laughs> be crying? Like, I mean, the person that I was oh, just like. <gasps> oh, anyway, anyway, puppets aren't real. Puppets That's aren't the moral real. of the story. Princesses sorry, aren't real. Sorry to spoil it for everyone. Santa Claus isn't real. <sighs> Spoiler alert: Muppets aren't real. It's just all—it's all fake. <laughs> But yeah, no, there are definitely times when I have to remind myself that the Muppets are not real, because they're just so... Yeah. They're so real. Yeah. And especially, like we were talking about earlier, with Michael Caine being like, I'm playing it straight. I'm yeah. gonna pretend that these are... I We're all a part of the Royal Shakespearean Company. Yes. Me. Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> that guy who was in Lock, Sock, and Two Smoking Barrels. All of us. Wait, what guy? Uh, Fred. Fred? Fred. Oh, his, his nephew, nephew is also in Lockstock. Oh, weird. Yeah, I've only he, seen that movie once. So no, he plays remember. the guy who uh, is growing all the weed. Oh, Winston. That's funny. Yeah. Huh. Yes. What an interesting life path, sir. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said at at the top of the show, my only real complaints are just with the development of, I guess, Scrooge as a character, which is maybe more developed in the book. I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, not with the way that the movie is done. Definitely I've... been whittled down for a younger audience. Yeah. Younger consumption. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the addition of Gonzo and Rizzo make it perfect. Yep. 
I do answer my own question that I wrote when we get to the research where I was like, who was like, you know what would be tight? Dickens with puppets. <laughs> like, I don't... Just who read A Christmas Carol and was like, yes. Yes. This. I think every classic novel should be adapted to have the Muppets in it. I agree. Honestly. Yeah. There have been two that I know of, and they're both fantastic. Yeah. What else could they do? Oh, man. The Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be Moses? <laughs> Kermit, obviously. Kermit, yeah. <laughs> Duh. With Fozzie as God. Gazi. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. What are some other really good classic, not Frankenstein? Yeah. That'd be fun. That would be fun. They could do so. They could do Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah, really. I mean, just now I'm just thinking of every story from yeah, <laughs> Page yeah. Master, Moby Dick. Yeah, they should do more. They should. I don't know what else. Uh, Wuthering Heights. <laughs> the Great Gatsby would be good with Muppets. <gasps> yeah. Have they not done that? Uh huh. I have feel they? like I don't know. I've never read The Great Gatsby, so oh, there is a movie, The Great Gatsby. It's very bad. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a couple. Was there a recent one? Yeah, with there Leonardo was one... DiCaprio. Yeah. There was one that was, like, already out when I was in high school mm-hmm. that we watched. Yeah. And uh, one of... The... I... <laughs> Spoiler alert. One of the characters gets hit by a car in the book. Yeah. And the scene in that movie was just, like, before that was a thing that they should have tried to film because of special effects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I really remember about it. Okay. But yeah, that'd be a good Muppet movie. Anyway. Did it make you cry? Yeah, so much. Yeah. Tiny tip. Very much. Yeah. I just, yeah. Seeing his whole family just being sad that he wasn't around. I was just Smallest like, and I mean, Timothy. Watching other, pe- <laughs> watching other people cry always gets me in. Like, mm. Michael Caine, like, crying was just like, oh. I know. There is so something, sad. something touching about, like, someone who doesn't have any connection with anyone, even if it is their own fault, like, desiring a connection. Yeah. And I don't know why, because you're like, you did this. Right. But it's still just like, oh. Yeah. Like the part when he's like, I want to see friends and family. And you're like, you don't have any. You don't have, because you pushed everybody away. You're yeah. mean to everybody that you know. What, why are you surprised that they think that you're awful? And yeah, why now do you want to see friends and family you've never wanted to before? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I pulled on the little heartstrings. Yes. So yeah. I, yeah. Like a marionette, my heart. <laughs> the strings have been pulled. <laughs> It's me, Charles Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> Charles Dickens. Just Charles Dickens. Uh, it wasn't. Um, Replay Rewind? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely a replay. For sure. For I, sure. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the movies that we've done, we're like, yeah, we're going to rewatch that. It's like, how are we going to have time to do more movies? Because we're going to remember that we liked all these movies and we're going to re- just keep rewatching no the time. ones. Yeah. I mean, this is... I try to watch this one every Christmas. Yeah. Already. It's probably my favorite Christmas movie. Nice. Yeah. It's one of mine, too. Yeah. It's just so good. I hadn't seen it in a long time, but... I love it. Yeah. Do you have any other questions? Uh, questions? Yeah. Any other pressing uh, queries? I don't think so. Cool. Research? Got some research? Yeah. What do you know? There is a very... I have a very fitting little tale. This is the first major Muppet production after Jim Henson died. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this guy, Steve Whitmire, was given the role of Kermit the Frog and he was very nervous about it. Because, I mean, understandably, it was always Jim Henson's yeah. job, yeah. you know, and he's very important. So he said he was just like, yeah, super, super nervous. 
The night before he recorded Kermit's songs for the movies, he had a dream where he met Jim Henson in a hotel lobby and told him how unsure he was. And in the dream, Henson reassured him that the feeling would pass. And when he woke up, he was very confident. He felt better about it. And I read that too, and I was like, I'm about to cry. Which is like, one, Uh, so cute, and also so fitting for this, like... (laughs) Yeah. For this movie. Yeah. The ghost of Henson passed. (laughs) I was like, you'd be great, dude. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah, it's fine. Don't stress. Yeah, no, that story's really cute, and also, like, oh, was that a dream? Yeah. Did you dream that, or Did was that... Did you dream that? That happened. Yeah. The actual ghost Henson of Jim Henson was, was like, like, bro, so... you got this, man. <laughs> he's, yeah. a, he's a frog. Don't sweat it. The ghost you of Father Henson. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that uh, Michael Caine is not Michael Caine's birth name. Yeah, I saw that his name is wild. Maurice Micklewhite. Yeah, I too would change my name. Yeah, which yeah, there's a seat. There's a like a lot of the like shops that they pass mm, are named for yeah. people that were in the production, and one of them, one of the shops is called Mickle White's. Mm-hmm. Um, and they keep when they like do that scene where they like they walk past and then they walk past again. They're going the opposite direction. That store is called Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, just a lot of cute. Yeah, there's another one too that was like someone's name, Duncan and something and, something. Yeah. yeah, and he was like a. I read that one. Yeah, lots of little things like that. Yeah, which is always cute. And then this little story about Michael Caine, like, heard that they were making this movie, and he, like, actively was like, I want that role, and had his uh, agent, like, badger them until they were like, all right! Okay, yeah, yeah, (laughs) sure, that makes sense, yeah, we'll do it. Okay, because he he had, like, there's a lot lot to unpack in this little snippet that I Mm. found. It says, he had missed out on a guest star role on the TV series which was shot in the UK, while he was living as a tax exile in the United States at the time. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, what? being a Scrooge about your money, or what happened? What you doing? But he had a bunch of friends who had guested on the show, which, this list of friends that they, like, I want to hang out with any of these dudes. Roger Moore, John Cleese, Peter Sellers, Sylvester Stallone. They were all like, well, we were on The Muppet Show, and it was great. And he was like, well, damn it, I want to be on The Muppets. And he's like, I'm going to go all out and be in The Muppet Movie. Mm -hmm. So, very, very cute. I think there were other people that were considered, but Michael yeah. Caine is the only person that to whom offered. the role was actually yeah. offered, which, yeah. There was somebody else they considered. I don't think I wrote it down, but I was like, that one would have probably worked. But Michael Caine is just, like, the perfect. Yeah, most of the names I didn't recognize. Peter O'Toole was the only name that I recognized. Yeah. Which, I mean, he probably would have been fine. Yeah. But... And then the only other, like, tiny trivia thing that I have is that in the credits, there's... There's, like, the catering company, and then there's also a separate credit for Rizzo's personal caterer. Oh my god, that's so funny. (laughs) Gotta have them jelly beans. Right? (laughs) He's just constantly eating. He is. It's very cute. And relatable. I mean, that's what he says at the beginning. You eat the food. Yep. Relatable. Apples, get them while they last. (laughs) (laughs) Not if you keep eating them. (laughs) Yeah. I love him. Alright, so, the movie was released December 11th, 1992. It has a 76 on Rotten Tomatoes. That seems kind of low. It does. And um, when it came out, it it was a success, like, monetarily. Mm-hmm. But it also came out the same Christmas season as Home Alone 2 and also Aladdin. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, it did well. Yeah. But, but it, it kind of got, like, overshadowed. Yeah, it had a, a lot bit. to go up against. Well, and probably, too, I feel like if you're a parent, you know, like, yeah, it's the Muppets, but it's also a Christmas carol, which yeah. is a story about ghosts. <laughs> and, right. Like, a very intense like yeah so yeah I, and i did read um 
quite a few negative reviews. What? But they all still had, like, very high praise for Michael Caine and the cinematography and the way it was, like, produced. Yeah. Yeah. It was mostly just, like, no one liked the music. What? Yeah. They said it was dismal and forgettable. And I think, I really just think most people were, like, it's a, it's not really, like, a kid's subject matter, but it's, like, done with Muppets. You know, like, I think if they had come at it with, like, just enjoy it for what it is instead of trying to think of it through the yeah. eyes of a child. Yeah. Because we all liked it as kids. Yeah. Don't tell me what I like and don't like. Yeah. It's Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> the I Muppets like it. could do literally anything. Right. And it would be great. But yeah, I think some people just thought it was, you know, like too boring to be a kid's movie. I guess. But I didn't as yeah. a child. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things where you're like, just let kids, you know, enjoy stuff. Yeah. And like, give kids more credit that... Yeah, you know, they probably can understand things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the message is pretty clear. You know, if you're nice to people, they will like you. Yeah, buy them gifts. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I know we talked about this before recording that you came across the tidbit about how there's supposed to be another song. Yeah. About it's, uh, it's Scrooge and Bell breaking up. Yeah. In the, um, part with christmas past yeah so they they play the song at the end credits i don't know who sings it but martina mcbride oh god thank you um (laughs) so they do play it it's in the credits but yeah yeah, it's supposed to be in the movie and it does make the scene make more sense as to why like yeah because the breaking up is so abrupt and you don't really get an explanation right and like why rizzo is so upset yeah (laughs) and why you know scrooge well scrooge in the present is you know crying i mean he would be sad either way but yeah this whole scene of him like um not only is she like walking away but he like kind of tries to go after her but then he just walks off yeah you know he's just like i gotta go to work yeah (laughs) (laughs) probably they took it out brian henson who's jim henson's son who directed the movie i don't know if we said that he explained that he didn't feel like the film justified a love ballad because there's no loving relationship that we can celebrate in this movie Right. So the quote-unquote love ballad, you know, that a movie, a musical would usually have is actually a breakup song. Right. Um, But the producer said that he thought the song was too sophisticated emotionally, and therefore children wouldn't relate to it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I don't know, because, like, yeah. I didn't watch it as a child. Yeah. I only saw it T- today. two hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very recently. And we are no longer children. No. Surprise. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so it and it was thought that the footage of that scene was actually lost. Yeah. Um so when it was released on VHS, it is on like the original release of VHS. Okay. But they took it out and they had lost the negative they had thought. Oh wow. So that there could never be like a um like a restored version, you know, right. they could never do like a full version of it. Because you can't just like I guess go get a VHS tape and I don't I don't know how shit like that works. But yeah. anyway, they literally found the negative somewhere in like Disney storage two weeks ago. That's insane. I did not realize that it was so recently. Yeah, like the article that I was reading about it was published yesterday. Oh wow. Yeah. Which is that, funny. That makes sense why there are so many articles about it. Yeah. Currently, but I I still don't understand why everybody. I mean, that makes sense why everybody was kind of hyped because they thought it was actually physically lost. Yeah. But it's not a very good song. No, I watched it. It's very boring. Yeah. I didn't even finish the song because I was like, I don't care. No. It still made me very sad. <laughs> yeah. Just because the emotions are sad. Like, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge is very sad about 
losing Bill. Yeah. Not, not at the moment. I think yeah. he's kind of like, whatever. Fine. Yeah, but looking back on it, he yeah. realizes what and he just did. Standing there in his night clothes and watching this girl. And then how how far did you get? It's just her singing. Does he ever sing? Or yeah, they her? sing together. Oh, that's and it's like, um, not like present day Ebenezer Scrooge just like standing <laughs> I thought, behind her. I thought you were going to say, they sing together. Not well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really sweet. But it's like, um, like Michael Caine Scrooge just like standing behind her and singing yeah. together. And then he has to stop because he's crying. Aww. Um, that's sweet. Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah. But yeah, I do feel like kids would kind of be like, this is boring. Why is this old man singing with this? <laughs> yeah. But it, it did make me sad. We can link that. Yeah, I'll we put can. put it in the notes if you want to go watch it. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, we can put it in the show notes. Yep. Show notes. Yep, yep, yep. I don't. That just turned into DuckTales. <laughs> anyway, I think we mentioned it before we even watched it about Gonzo being the narrator yeah. and like they picked him because he was like the least likely yeah. to do it and yeah. that was why they decided that he would be the best for it and i just think that's cute because yeah. i think it was originally supposed to be kermit maybe oh yeah yeah i know gonzo originally was supposed to play the ghost of christmas future right and then um miss piggy i think was supposed to be present present and then uh Robin. scooter scooter yeah that's who it was. was supposed to be which yeah um i'm glad that they went the path that they did of making new muppets yeah that we haven't seen because yeah i think it would have taken away from the seriousness of it to be like oh here's these goofy characters that we already know yeah absolutely. Where it was just like these are otherworldly spirits you know we've never met them before yeah and they're creepy well they're two creepy. of them are so that was that was smart because it definitely would not have been as heavy enough. Because they were supposed to be like Gonzo in this like Grim Reaper. With just his nose sticking out, <laughs> yeah. I know. Would not have had the same effect. No. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Gonzo as the narrator is just Perfect. so good. Yeah. His little hat. Hat. His little suit. Like, I, I told you, I know the story. Yeah, like the back of my hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this was Brian Henson. His directorial debut. Yep. He was only 28. Yeah. And he directed this movie. Yeah. And apparently Michael Caine didn't know that it was his first movie directing. Yeah, until like halfway through. Yeah, and he was like really surprised because he was doing such a good job. I mean, he did probably grow up around it. For sure. But still, yeah. Um, I mean, he, like... Henson himself said he didn't feel ready. Yeah. Like he tried to get the person who ended up producing it to direct it. Because yeah. he was like, I, I don't, I can't. Can I do it? Like, yeah, you can. You're going to do great. It was the first Muppets film to be produced by Disney. Okay. So what happened was... <laughs> see, what happened was... <laughs> Brian Henson, his dad had died... Jim Henson died in 1990, and this came out in 92? Yeah. Is that right? And, you know, he took over, which he was fine with. Right. But he wanted to, like, stand out. You know, he didn't want it... He wanted to continue his work, but also it's it'd be kind of his own thing, you know? Sure. And so his agent approached him with the idea of doing a christmas carol so that's where this came from okay in my notes earlier where i was like who was reading a christmas carol and was like we need puppets right this guy okay his name is bill haber he said christmas carol is the greatest story of all time so you should do that <laughs> because i've already sold the idea to abc as like a tv movie yeah and then once the script was submitted, the executives of Disney were like, actually, we're going to buy this. We want that. And I'm going to make it a movie. Good call. Yeah. Jerry Jewell, mm -hmm. who was 
Jim Henson's first employee. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he was the one who wrote the script for this, and he was the one who made the decision to have, like, Charles Dickens, quote-unquote, Gonzo, as the stand-in narrator. Uh-huh. And Rizzo to be the Greek chorus. Yes. Comedic relief. Yes. Jellybean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see that during filming, the way that Michael Caine could, like, walk next to the puppets is they had to take out the floor? Yeah. So that the puppeteers could, like, be underneath? Yeah. And next to him, and he's, like, actually walking on very, very narrow planks? Yeah. Michael Caine deserves all the Oscars for one, his acting, and also just... <laughs> Balancing. <laughs> Balancing. The fact that he didn't, like, I don't know. He just did such a good job. Yeah. Also from Steve Whitmire, the guy that took over Kermit's role. He also did Rizzo in the movie. Yeah. I read an interview where he said, When the director said cut, the characters stay alive for a while at the end of the scene and they continue to talk. How was that? Did we do a good job? That's because Muppets are real. I don't care. What Plus some comments says. I can't put out for public consumption. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. They probably have their own senses of humor. No, I'm sure. Yeah. There is... um. It's like a two and a half minute video of like outtakes and bloopers. Oh, I didn't see that. Which is really cute, which I will post that as well. Yes, I love bloopers. Um, post it just for me. I will. It's very silly. The guy who plays Gonzo mm -hmm. and Waldorf, Dave Gels. Mm -hmm. That's his name. Sure. He said, it was such a soulful piece and a chance to carry on the heart of Jim's work. The idea that people were basically good and there was enough in the world for everyone. Oh. I've never heard one person <laughs> say anything bad about jim henson yeah except probably for like his kids being like dad hello yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but thank you henson children for giving us your father <laughs> right I mean, i'm sure they were just around all the time yeah i would you know because so. like all of his work is like super for children yeah. and like if your kids aren't <laughs> if um, you're like making all this work for other people's children and then ignoring your own kids yeah but i mean i his like all of his children i've is pretty sure went on to do the same thing like yeah probably you know work in his studio and like keep it they were going, probably so. never allowed to leave yeah <laughs> they don't know anything else <laughs> they've never seen the sun <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah i mean I, it yeah. just seems like such a wonderful family and everybody just yeah i was reading yeah interviews with all of the you know muppeteers and stuff yeah. and so many people worked for him for like 14 25 so years yeah. yeah so they really were like a little family but the guy who plays gonzo was just talking about and i messaged you earlier to be like muppeteers they're just so emotional yeah of, about how like he kind of found himself through the character of gonzo and yeah. like how gonzo changed as a character as he like grew into himself sure and that he didn't even think that he liked children or wanted any children but then after seeing you know the effect of the muppets on yeah. them and you know being around kids so much doing that work he like he was like, I got married and I have two kids of my own and I love kids and blah, blah, That's blah. That's so cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Emotion. <gasps> a little bit of emotion for you there. Oh, George Carlin was the other actor. Yeah. Who was considered for Scrooge, which I think he could have done a good job. It just would have been very different. Very different. Yeah. I don't think it would have been bad. Michael Caine considers the role of Scrooge to be memorable. That's so cute. <laughs> Yeah, it is cute. I have two more pieces of trivia. I'm sorry, I have so much information about this movie. No, tell me. I was just excited because I feel like the last few movies that we've done, it's been kind of hard to find stuff. Yeah. Even, you know, well-liked movies. I think also 
It's because it's a Muppets movie, for sure. And whenever we do another Muppets movie, I can't blow my whole Muppets load right now. Oh, gross. You know? <laughs> yes. Did you, did you just imagine that? That was just felt. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh-huh. There is a DVD commentary that I didn't watch. I, like, read about it. Um, sure. The creators tell a funny story from when they were screening the movie. Afterwards, a few children asked what the bookkeepers did wrong to get coal. Yes. Because they completely forgot that Santa gives coal to bad kids. Right. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, look at all of these nice things that Scrooge is doing, except for these rats. Fuck these rats. They get coal. (laughs) And also, the other thing that I thought was really interesting... Um, the Ghost of Christmas Past, the reason that it looks like a drowned child is because they did film it underwater. Yeah. Well, they started actually in a tub of baby oil. Right. But it got too expensive. They were like, one, it's hard to keep that clean, and two, it is not cheap. Yeah, and then they like green screened it into the movie, but yeah. I mean, the effect is uh, very cool. Effective. <laughs> very effective. <laughs> yeah. Very creepy. Yeah, super creepy. I, al- I was also. Face! Yeah. Just, her face is so creepy. I hate it. it's like out of focus a bit too <sighs> yeah i was also reading about how they did the scene where kermit has tiny tim on his shoulders yeah and is like walking down the street because apparently that was really hard to do yeah like complicated production wise right. even though it looks really simple yeah i cannot explain how they did it even though i read about it <laughs> i was like what it's magic but i did think it was funny that when they film scenes like that with kermit they can't do a green screen because he's green. Oh, yeah. So they have to do blue. <laughs> That's so funny. So everybody working with Kermit just has to wear blue so that they can edit them out. Right. Yeah. That was cute. I do wonder why... Because, I mean, with a green screen, you can pick literally any color. So I do wonder why green... I'm sure there is an answer to that. Is that... Yeah. I don't know what it is. Right. Hey, audience. Yeah, if you know. Why is it a green screen? Just because it sounds nice? Why did they pick green? Ooh. Yeah? Because it rhymes? <laughs> yeah. I don't know interesting i bet the wachowski sisters know i feel like the green screen had always been around but the matrix (laughs) ultimate green screen usage (laughs) what it's not real (laughs) up it's not real the matrix isn't real (laughs) jet my life is a lie i've learned so much yeah anyway that's uh my five pages of notes that i have about the muppet christmas carol you're welcome i'm sorry no there was a lot awesome yeah it's a good movie Glad I watched it. Had a great time. Yes. Yeah, it was definitely... Like we said at the beginning, I was like, I don't even need to watch this movie, but I, I want to watch this movie. Because it really put me in the Christmassy Something. spirit, yeah. too. Feeling festive. Feeling Christmassy. Ready to go... I don't know. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is it called... I get it with the Muppets. It's called A Christmas Carol. There are songs and carols. Are there carols in the book? Oh. Does it come with sheet music? I don't know. I guess I should read it. Maybe Carol is a another word for story in the olden days. Oh, maybe. It's only a novella. It's really? not very long. Yeah. Oh, maybe I will read it. I did start reading Treasure Island. Nice. Because I was like, I, I don't even know what happens in this story. I have no idea. Other than children's versions, yeah. which actually is the same for A Christmas Carol. So I don't know what happens other than this one version that I've seen. Because yeah. I've never seen like... I think if I read A Christmas Carol, though, I couldn't imagine humans as the characters though they would still be muppets bob cratchit is a frog (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a graffiti campaign (laughs) bob cratchit is a frog andre the giant 
has a posse. Is that what it was? I don't know. The you know the Andre the Giant. Oh the fuck like stickers that say obey. Is that yeah him? yeah it's Shepard. What's his name? The famous graffiti artist that did the Obama portrait that says hope. Yeah, he had that mm-hmm. viral marketing campaign. That's Andre the Giant has a I don't remember. Yeah, is a cult. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Bob Cratchit is a frog. Bob Cratchit is a frog. <laughs> Yep, that's my official stance. That's the official it. stance of Replay Rewind. Yep, that Bob Crasher is a frog. Yep. They just, Dickens just forgot to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> he just assumed you knew. Yeah. He doesn't need to tell you. No. And then to be like, humans have two legs, Bob Cratchit is a frog. <laughs> it just is unnecessary exposition. <laughs> Don't have time. Oh, man. <sighs> I would like to read it just for like, I mean, you, you get this sense of like Dickens being a really good storyteller. Yeah. From the... The shit Gonzo says. Yeah, but there is, there is one line when Scrooge sees Jacob Marley's face in his door knocker. Mm. He explains it as looking like a bad lobster in a dark cellar. Oh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a weird. Yeah, I had read that there was a reference to that because there's a lobster hanging from s- something in one scene, and that was yeah. a, a reference to that line. But I didn't know that that line was about. The door knocker. That's so... <laughs> what? Okay. It was not in impenetrable shadow as the other objects in the yard were, but had a dismal light about it, like a bad lobster in a dark cellar. What? <laughs> I'm just imagining you like, <laughs> going down to the cellar, gonna do some laundry, you see the fucking lobster in the corner with like a knife that he made. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> What? Hey. <laughs> That's a bad lobster. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. Dickensian lobster. <laughs> so, yeah, I would like to see if there are other such choice turns of phrase as a bad lobster in a dark cellar. Oh, what a funny band name. <laughs> Dickensian lobster. <laughs> I did see in something I was reading, too, where they, they use the word, they're talking about, like, the Muppet universe. It's Roger it's, Ebert where he says Muppetian. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> M- Mapetian. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I think it's the same line where he said, I think he says it requires a, like a Mapetian logical like leap of thought Yeah, that of all frogs are dudes and all pigs are ladies. Mapetian <laughs> is how I've decided it is pronounced. I think we should also keep track of how many things Roger Ebert gets wrong. I agree. Because I always check his... Yes. Review of it. Yeah, he is kind of king shit of Well, and he really reviews. was of the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. But he always gets something wrong yeah. in his reviews. What, did he get something wrong this time around? Yeah. What? I don't remember. Oh. I can look. I'm going to read this while you're looking. Yes. And then let any man explain to me, if he can, how it happened that Scrooge, having his key in the lock of the door, saw in the knocker, without it undergoing any immediate process of change, not a knocker, but Marley's face. He says, even the Muppets seem a little awed by the s- solemnity Solem- solemnity of the tale. Isn't this a little violent for some of the kids in the audience? One of them asks, only to be reminded of the story's artistic importance. But what? It's the part when Rizzo says, boy, that's scary stuff. Should we be worried about the kids in the audience? Like, it's just, why would you, like, he put it in quotes as if it is a direct quote from the movie, and yet it is incorrect. No. Like, he yeah. doesn't talk about it being, it's not violent. None of the movie is violent. No. 
So it's just weird for him to be like, this movie is too violent. Yeah. It's just strange. I feel like the most violent thing that happens is Rizzo and Gonzo constantly getting knocked off of windowsills. Yeah, and that's just funny. (laughs) Yeah. That's That's not super violent. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Ebert is just a little off every time. Yeah. The only reason that I could think is because he's watching so many movies well, well one yeah watching so many movies but also just taking notes in a dark theater true <laughs> like i've only had a bioluminescent lobster to- <laughs> yeah so uh while you were looking that up i was reading more into this this bad lobster in a dark cellar and apparently when marine life starts to go bad there's like a bioluminescent bacteria that like starts to break them down so if you literally had a lobster in a cellar and it was going bad it would start to glow so that actually makes sense. I've yeah. never held a lobster before, so, so... Not a criminal lobster. What a... Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see? I get it. All right. Yeah. Cool. We've learned so much. Look how smart we are. I know. And, and apparently there's a, another famous quip by American politician John Randolph about an opponent who is usually identified as Henry Clay, but sometimes as Edward Livingston, where he says... He is a man of splendid abilities, but utterly corrupt. He shines and stinks like a rotten mackerel by moonlight. Oh, <laughs> so, shit. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all didn't know this podcast was about glowing seafood. Yeah. Neither did we. <laughs> oh, surprise. <laughs> five minutes ago. God, so many things have happened. We are teaching you so much. Over the course of this podcast, puppets know, are not real, nor really... are princesses, but glowing <laughs> crustaceans exist. Yes. And I will not be told otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we've learned so much. <sighs> Sorry to be controversial. <laughs> anyway, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, I think we've taken up enough of your time. Yes. So thank you for listening. Especially yeah. if you made it all the way through to good, the end. Good luck with that. I think I'm going to put a lobster in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if it glows. Yeah. They're kind of expensive, but... That's fine. <laughs> That'd Go be worth it. it. Yeah, for sure. For science. We'll let you know. So follow us on Instagram to see how that turns out. Yes. <laughs> Replay, rewind, podcast. Tumblr, the same. The same. Email, the same at Gmail. Yeah, send us a send us a DM, send us an email. What classic novel do you think would be, be improved with Muppets? That's a good question. I think they could do more. Oh, definitely. They should just redo everything. Yeah. This is... Muppets can't get the coronavirus. <laughs> should be They should be the ones making movies right now. <laughs> but they require people. What? Yeah. Did Sorry. we talk about this? Um, no. But if you listen to my podcast, you will learn about how Muppets <laughs> aren't real. Oh, God. Anyway, we're on Stitcher. We're on Google Podcasts. We're yep. on Spotify. Yep. We're on Pinecast. Whatever that is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, send us a message. Do it. If you want. Tell us about your favorite movie. Tell us about your least favorite podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's this one. In which case, why are you still listening? (laughs) In which case, why don't you just go ahead and stay fresh, you cheese bag. Have a Merry Christmas, or whatever. and uh, Have a Merry whatever. Yeah, whatever it is that you celebrate. Don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.